Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our Wednesday night historical fat podcast at March 31st, 2021. I am David Park. And I am Eugene. So today we will uh, discuss the decolonization movement in Indochina. Indochina, the independence movement was violent, with large military conflicts differing from the majority of other decolonization attempts. But first, why were the nations in Indochina even colonized? Right, right. Out of need for resources. Indochina was colonized as a colony for economic exploitation. So in order to support the colonies economically, the French people completely monopolized the trade of opium, salt, and alcohol, which are widely used materials for the purpose of taxing the locals in Indochina. Wow, I read here that they were colonized for a total of six decades. I know, crazy, right? Six decades, that's a hell of a long time. Imagine the courage that needed for revolutionaries to stand up to this French government. We introduced Mr. Ho Chi Minh, our key figure in this Indochina decolonization attempt. Due to time issues, he cannot be with us today, so we will briefly introduce the influential figure that forever changed the colonization in the Indochina region. Ho Chi Minh led the Viet Minh independence movement from 1941 onward, establishing the communist-ruled Democratic Republic of Vietnam in 1945 and defeating the French Union in 1954 at the Battle of Dien Bien Phu, ending the First Indochina War. He was the president of North Vietnam from 1945 to 1969, and he was seen as one of the most influential communist leaders of the 19th century. Alongside every great figure, there is a sidekick, just like Batman and Robin. Ho Chi Minh had his loyal buddy, Vo Nguyen Zop. <laughs> Good one. Nguyen Zop was a general and founder of Viet Minh, who organized military forces against the French in the 1940s. Both him and Ho Chi Minh had the idea of independence in mind, to break free from the French oppression and unite the broken Vietnam, and also to end French colonization in the Indochina district. Such brave and influential people. No wonder they were successful in the military campaigns. Of course, as Scott K. Edinger says, the fundamental characteristic that enables hidden leadership to bloom is demonstrating integrity. Go on, go on. Let's get back on track. We now introduce the core information of the Indochina War. As mentioned previously, Indochina did not have a peaceful decolonization attempt. Nonviolence might be the best method, but sometimes violence might be the solution to solving a problem. It might have been a huge victory for Indochinese nations, but it was a sad victory. As an estimated count of 400,000 civilians were killed in the process of achieving independence. 400,000 lives are truly a heavy price to bear, but thinking of the descendants' freedom, it might have been a worthy exchange. Eight years, a long eight years, fought for the independence of Indochina. The key war of Indochina was fought from 1946 to 1954, where it was decisively ended as the French allies were defeated at Dien Bien Phu. So was that the end of the Indochina War? No, 
No, it wasn't the end, but it was the most important war, the most significant war that was fought, which expressed the lengths of how colonized nations will go to these Thank standards. Gosh, it didn't end up being freedom. a waste of time. Were there other factions? The French not only had support from the British, they also had support from some ethnic and religious groups such as Bin Xuan sect fighting for power within the country itself. There were also factions such as the Nung minority who assisted the French in defeating the rebellion. But there were also groups such as the Tay. The first independence the war was successful in Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia, who became independent states. Unfortunately, after World War II, the states of Laos and Cambodia were retook by the French and became French states again. However, in Cambodia, the king was reduced to constitutional monarchy, where he only had limited power within the state. In the end, however, each state was able to achieve their desired independence, marking their national history with these dates. Every Independence Day has their own Independence Day, and we are honored to introduce the Independence Day of these Indo-Chinese nations. Independence Day of Vietnam would be September the 2nd, where Ho Chi Minh read out the Declaration of Independence in a public speech. And for the Independence Day in Cambodia is uh, where they wrote the Declaration of Independence against the French on November the 9th. July 19th would be Laos Independence Day, where they commemorate the creation of the People's Republic of Laos. Independence and freedom from oppression is truly something to celebrate. Do you know a surprising fact about all of this? What? All three countries of Indochina now have great relationships with France. The French were able to support them economically and militarily, establishing an assisting relationship with one another. For example, Cambodia received help fending off terrorists in the recent issue from, with the assistance of French, and Laos received funding, and Vietnam was supported in their political ideals and diplomatic relationships. It's great to hear that the French are trying to assist these countries now. It must have been hard to develop positive relationships with previously troubled countries. You know what they say, French people have big D energy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of our episode about decolonization in Indochina. As you can see, if anyone or any country is determined to do something, they can eventually succeed. Independence movements, decolonization ideals, all of this is a product of a unified country and their motivation to achieve their goals. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next time.